0: locked on flames your daily podcast on the calgary flames part of the locked on podcast network your team every day hello everybody and welcome back to locked on flames i'm your host jess belmosto and we are drinking this episode. I was going to crack open my beer for the microphone sound effect, all that jazz. But you know what? That Flames game has me drinking. So, let's get into it. Let's talk all things Flames and then, God, just dissect this game. So, on the plus side, uh, Andrew Mangiapani scored a goal Yay. Um, that's uh, that's kind of really it, at least that I've noticed. I was not able to watch the entire game, but I obviously did follow along on Twitter and through, um, you know, highlights and things like that, videos, whatever. I- I'm just, I'm so disgusted. Uh, Valimaki had the assist on Breadman's goal and, you know, that we just love to see that. Unfortunately, Gaudreau's point streak does come to an end. It was a nice nine-game run. Couldn't last forever. Let's try again. <laughs> um, he did have a shot on goal, though. So, wow. If you didn't have to consume this game in any way, shape, or form, I am so jealous of you. You know, sometimes there are games that I just, you know, want to shut off, <laughs> but keep them on, because it's strictly research purposes. And I'm very thankful that I had prior commitments tonight to keep me away from this, from watching this. Now, I can't even imagine, I almost said I can't even imagine how bad it was for Flames fans there. Wow, we're in a pandemic, there's no fans. <laughs> but, you know, I that's that's a humiliating loss, four to one, and you know, good old captain did not play great. Um, Derek Ryan went down and did not return to the bench for the second period, and I don't believe he was there for the third. So if they are uh, without him for a little bit, their taxi squad is completely depleted of centers. Which means, um, you know, assuming Sam Bennett gets traded, they are going to have to call people up. And their choices, which I think they should probably go with Godwin or Phillips, that would make the most sense. But again, I'm just not paid enough to make these decisions, as you can see. I'm just here to rant and cry and just, like, I'm not even a die-hard Flames fan. I just consume this for y'all, and I'm frustrated watching it. I just, I can't, you guys. How, how does Jeff Ward th- go out there and put Joakim Nordstrom on the power play with Gaudreau and Monahan after he had A hideous turnover that led to a goal. How does he do that? In what world? Like, I just, I I don't know. Again, I'm not paid enough money to make these decisions, but I personally feel like that would be a really bad one to make if you did make a lot of money, you know? But, coming up next we have some sam bennett talk and we're just gonna rant today ladies and gentlemen we are just we are letting out our grievances (laughs) but before i get too ahead of myself let's talk about built bar the most fantastic delicious protein bar Had one in between classes today because I only had 15 minutes to eat. And, you know, can't make a meal in that time. (laughs) So I had a nice protein bar that's high in fiber, high in protein, low in sugar, 100% covered in chocolate and tastes like a candy bar without all the bad things that a candy bar has. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off of your next order. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me over on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Sam Bennett. I should have led with this, but it just did not click in my head because I was so frustrated. Uh, Sam Bennett was a healthy scratch today. And everybody assumed it was for trade reasons. And uh, as of now at 11 p.m. or 20 of 11 on the East Coast, we don't have a trade. But... You know, we saw it happen with uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois. He, he was scratched for a few games, I believe, before being traded. And, you know, um, I, I don't think that having Sam Bennett out there tonight would have made that big of a difference. I, I don't. But um, Jeff Ward said that he wants to keep his comments uh, or crit- critique about Bennett's gameplay to himself or in between him and Sam. Which just seems, you know, that, that doesn't seem very Jeff Ward-like. I feel like he's usually, you know, praising players or talking about what he, you know, wants to see more of. And unfortunately, you know, he's keeping his cards close to his chest on this one. And I mean, you do you. I'm not going to sit here and tell you how to do your job. Because once again, there's a reason you're an NHL coach and I am hosting a podcast. But... <laughs> uh, Dominic Simone did nothing, did nothing tonight, slotted in for Sam Bennett, did nothing. Now, Lucic, once again, out on the ice, doing things he shouldn't be doing, and we we need to address that, but I feel like if I keep talking about it, Jeff Ward is not going to do anything, and he has just, you know, I'm just going to keep my superstitions there, and... It would be very nice to see the team win, especially uh, Saturday, that is the Battle of Alberta, and I'm very much looking forward to that, and I will have a full preview of that series tomorrow, because tomorrow is Friday, and it's a fun Friday, so I'm not going to spoil that too much, but, you know, something needs to change. We're right back where we were when this series started um you know kind of losing <laughs> a lot and just not looking motivated they look so uninterested out there and it's very disappointing to see because this team is good you know when when they're good they're great and when they're bad they're bad <laughs> i don't know how else to say it but it's kind of disappointing to see them, you know, heat up a little bit. It's like when you bring your pasta water to a boil and it starts bubbling, but it's not quite to a boil. Like, that's, that's where they're at. Like, they just, they're not, they're not quite to the, I'm ready to put my pasta in the water analogy. Does that make any sense? I'm sorry. It's been a very long day, but I just, it's so frustrating because this team has talent. They have potential. But I I really do feel like there are players holding the team back. And Mark Giordano is one of them. You know, he is not the defenseman that he used to be. And that's okay. It is okay to admit that a player who is aging is not what they used to be. He does not have the speed to keep up with the new guys. And we talk about this all the time that hockey is only getting faster and faster, and aging players are not going to be able to keep up with the new guys, and that's okay. And uh, again, it's okay to critique players. That This is my job. I'm here to read these players for filth and to praise them when it's worthy, when they're worthy. And unfortunately, tonight, that just wasn't the case for any of the players. Even Markstrom looked not so great out there. I am looking to pull up his stats right now. And I know obviously the last goal was an empty net goal, but sorry, I am he had an eight eight five save percentage. Okay. That's not that's not the Jacob Markstrom that we're paying six point two five million dollars for, is it, ladies and gentlemen? No. Once again, Jets had a very strong penalty kill and held off the flames. It's six penalty minutes, 43% face-off percentage, 24 shots on goal. I want to see that higher. I want to see that higher. I know that they can do it. And I just I feel like when they have low confidence, they simply like they're not going to shoot the puck. They're not going to take those chances that they need to to win. They're not they're playing it safe and that's not how you win games. You're not going to win games by overpassing the puck, turning over the puck and not shooting the puck. <laughs> I hope y'all are having fun listening to this because you know it's it's fun to talk. <laughs> but uh, coming up next, we are just going to be talking about some more wonderful things around the league and you know we we have a fun weekend coming up. We've got the Battle of Alberta and the Super Bowl on Sunday and you can make your weekend even more fun by heading on over to betonline.ag and placing your bets for the games. If you sign up for free and make a deposit, make sure you you're, you're going to use promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. And that is going to, you know, obviously increase your thing by 50%. And you're going to want to place some bets, like I said, on the Battle of Alberta and the Super Bowl. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Who's going to have the most touchdowns? Who's going to have the least goals? You know, figure it out. Head on over to betonline.ag and sign up today for a free account and use promo code LOCKED ON for your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online AG, your online sportsbook expert. So I was just scrolling on Twitter and saw that Rasmus Anderson had a post-game quote saying, I know that we've said it like a billion times, but we do just need to play a 60-minute game. Do I have to come run a clinic for you? I cannot skate. I don't think I've ever held a hockey stick and not injured myself or somebody else around me. So I don't know how that would go, but do you need me to come up there and yell at you? What, what, like, I don't understand. <laughs> Why are we back on completely different books, different pages, different planets? I, I can't, you guys. I'm, I'm losing my, my, I'm losing my shit. I don't like swearing on here, but I'm, I'm losing my shit <laughs> and I'm losing my patience because if you know you need to do something, then do it. It, it's like that simple and I feel like that's how it is with it. anything in life you know if you know that you need to go to the grocery store and get chicken because you're making chicken parmesan for dinner go to the grocery store and get some chicken if you know your teammates and you need to play a 60 minute hockey game play a 60 minute hockey game that's all I'm asking I want you to make my jobs easier. <laughs> like I can't even imagine. Like I'm not even emotionally okay. I am emotionally invested into this team, but I'm not necessarily. You know, I'm not from Calgary. I'm not from Canada. I don't. I don't live and breathe the Flames. I do it for work. Like it's not for pleasure. I, although I do. I I do enjoy covering them. That's. But you know what I'm saying. I can't imagine how y'all feel? Like, if you're listening to this, you're clearly, like, a a big Flames fan. How are you feeling? I'm personally just, I feel sorry for you guys because it just feels like they are so close and there's just, then they take it away. They get closer, 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 and then they take it away. But we'll talk more about that probably tomorrow when I've had time to process this loss and, you know, actually evaluate it um on a bigger scale, I'll take a step back and not be upset over a loss. I don't care if if I cover you and you lose, I just it makes me upset because one my story isn't going to be probably as fun to read for people and my coverage isn't going to be as fun, but it just you know, the fans the fans don't deserve that. <laughs> but We got to talk about something actually serious and not just me complaining. COVID-19 is spreading through the league like a wildfire. And everybody kind of knew that that was going to happen. And on ice, I mean, off ice protocols were put into place. But, you know, I don't think that the transmission is necessarily happening off ice. I'm not a scientist by any means we know this. I say this every day. I don't get paid enough, but I do believe that the transmission is happening on the ice because where else? How else? Literally, how else would it be happening? I was, you know, really on the fence about the league returning in a non-bubble form because of COVID, and obviously, you have to do what you can to make the players happy, but at the end of the day, this is a much bigger issue that has long-term effects on people's lives and not just immediate. And I think that that has kind of gotten lost in some people's uh, vision and down the pipeline. But it just it is what it is. In that aspect, we can't change it. I am one single person hosting a podcast, but I did just see that the Colorado Avalanche have suspended play through February 11th, and I just can't stop thinking about how things were when the pause happened. Now, granted, we knew a lot less about COVID. We knew a lot less about how to protect ourselves and everybody else, but how many people are going to have to get sick, test positive, positive? complain. Like, what is it going to take for the league to simply put this thing on a hiatus, return in a bubble form, and make it work? Because this is literally people's lives at risk here, and I am growing more and more frustrated with it as we see more teams play and come out with uh, statements, press releases saying, oh, yep, COVID's here. So, we got to suspend play. And I don't know if anybody knows anyone personally who has been affected by COVID, but I have a, a family member who had it back in May and had it really, really bad. And she still struggles sometimes. And it's like, she's fully recovered. Like, she tests negative all the time. but... Um, you know she's st- she's still dealing with uh effects like long what I think they call it long COVID long term COVID but it's just it's really upsetting to see because I do know healthy people who've gotten it and have had really unfortunate ramifications from it and things like that but I really want the league to figure itself out and. I'm sure that they're in constant contact with doctors and things like that, like team doctors, obviously. And Alan Walsh tweeted about rapid testing. Why are, you know, if the turnaround time for these uh, regular tests aren't coming back fast enough, we need to do rapid testing. Rapid testing isn't as accurate, and you get false negatives more frequently than you do with the standard testing. Now, You know, again, there is no perfect science for this. There is no perfect science for anything. However, we do need to consider everyone's health right now. And I'm sorry, I know that this is a hockey podcast, but it's just, it's really getting under my skin. And I'm very hopeful that things will eventually pass, but we need to stop before it gets even worse, and more lives are affected, but then again, what do I know? Once again, I don't get paid enough for any of this, but thank you all for tuning in to this late night episode of Locked on Flames. I hope you enjoyed a beverage with me. I am drinking Highland Farms Farmhouse Ironbound Hard Cider. I picked this up at Lake Placid because, well, um, I do love me some Lake Placid, and I love me some hard cider. So, I will see you all tomorrow as we preview the Battle of Alberta. Have a wonderful night, y'all. Bye-bye.